0: y'all welcome back to uncle buck's house it's been a while it's been several weeks since we've been able to get back into the studio we've missed you bj uh you've been busy and uh so you popped in uh, to our friends over at harder brunch sounds like a good time we'll, we'll get chatting about a little bit more uh uh here in just a minute but as always we got uh my brother nick in the house how you doing man Not much. we're uh leading into christmas christmas time's almost here yep, yep. um you just know came out of nowhere yeah. All my money Did you, gone. uh, you got all your, yeah, I was about to say, did you get all your shopping done? No. Yeah. No. Not at all. I, uh, uh, we, I mean, I've, you know, I am pretty lucky. I don't have anyone super high maintenance, you know, and no kids yet. So I'm not having to, like, you know, get the, the, you know, like coolest and best shit, which I don't think is really, I don't know. There, there's like a weird, um, there's a lot of pressure around Christmas now, I think, to, uh, uh maintain the magic of it more than there is about like i don't know i guess i've maybe i'm just not a parent and i'm not seeing the hot gift
1: this year is there a hot gift this year that you're oh a ps5 uh, okay and the well Xbox. that's of like course, a, those 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 will probably be hot for the next couple of years honestly well, yeah i mean you but, only
0: make x amount of them and then bots fucking buy them all up and shit like
1: but as far as like toys or yeah i don't i don't know Honestly, I know everybody was super excited about the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that's been probably the hottest.
0: And that'll probably have some. I went to that. Did Did you you? like it? Mm -hmm. Opening night. Nice. I. uh, Yeah, Yeah, I've heard it's amazing.
2: It was great. It's. uh, It's. I think because it's more familiar than the newer ones they're putting out. I mean, In Game was the last real kind of before the TV show. So yeah, it was great.
0: It's like two and a half hours
1: long. And there's like all the characters from all the Spider-Man are in it, right? yeah Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's it so so here's the thing i've not seen it but like from the from the even though i've avoided all the spoilers i can i feel like even in the promo leading up to it
1: yeah it shows yeah we'll see like
0: like i can't even confirm so like you know but i've seen promos leading up to it of people being like oh when toby's in the new you know spider-man or whatever and it's like it's like is that a, how is that a spoiler if the movies not dropped yet well, Did they, someone like leak it from the studio or something So
1: zendaya but, posted you know a few and pictures. you don't
0: have to confirm anything obviously bj yeah, DJ.
1: yeah I, I didn't i just realized what kind of question i asked there <laughs>
0: um but spoiler alert i mean we're not but like <laughs> but zendaya just posted
1: a few one. pictures of like um tom holland on set and uh toby mcguire he posted something oh about yeah about it so there was some stuff that was already but that's just this time of like yeah that's just this that's the era that we're in i guess that's like there's really no like i i play fifa and back in like two two years ago or so you didn't know what kind of promotion yeah they they put out like a special week of ultimate cards that come out and and you're you can soup your team up and Play online, win money, blah, blah, blah. But now, everything gets leaked. Like, there's no surprise. Everyone yeah. knows what's coming out. And and it's like that for everything. There's always some kind of leak that's made somebody more significant than the other.
0: Sure. And it's like, um, and when it comes to spoilers specifically, like, I'm the type of person who spoilers don't really, I can't honestly pull to mind a time when something was spoiled for me like I found out like the ending and that it ruined the experience for me Yeah, like it makes me like just because I know what happens at point A and what happens at point Z Does it yeah. mean I don't want to know what's happening between all the other points? Yeah, you want to know and why
1: so, or how or you know? Yeah, exactly everything in between
0: and when like uh, You know I didn't need to watch uh, Infinity War to know that like you know, like, two days after that happened, I knew, like, all the people, like, evaporated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, and because you can't hide that sort of stuff. You can avoid it. If you're one of those people who it does actually, you know, ruin the experience for you, you can literally just turn your computer off, you know, and I guess that's the value of being there. One of the first yeah. people to watch it is it doesn't but get spoiled. But see, spoiled, that's but the like,
1: thing. When we were teenagers in high school, like you didn't maybe not quite that old maybe let's say middle school uh you didn't know what was going on in a movie yeah and i did get upset when people would spoil it because there it 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 didn't it it didn't get out there like it does nowadays yeah
2: well the mandalorian didn't know luke was coming back that was that was kept a secret
1: yeah 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 it was um but the other the other
2: the other aspect of it is um like when you're talking about affinity war I'm like, who care who gets killed because you just said Black Panther's coming out. Like, yes, like, like these movies are Spider-Man movies coming out.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, uh, they, they list this entire uh, phase of the next movies coming out, and then exactly you see everyone who dies in that. But everyone who walked out of that theater had to have been thinking to themselves, well, what's going to be the storyline that gets these people back to life? Then, you know right, what I mean? And
2: then Endgame was great mm-hmm. when you have you know Captain America holding near. So, and there was a lot of like five or six bonus during Spider-Man. Like, oh,
0: wow. Yeah, you know, there's a lot. There are some of those. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I heard most is that people just said that throughout the entire film, there were moments that like even, you know, nostalgic moments, but also like cool moments in the modern storyline, which I haven't seen either one of the Spider-Man's following in game. I haven't seen uh, uh, what are they what Homecoming and Far From Far Home. From yeah. uh, I haven't they're seen either good. one of those. Yeah, I've, I've heard they're pretty good, they're but pretty I'm just good. so like behind in the mcu like uh uh last week i actually took an evening and um my roommate and i binge watched uh the loki series great series Uh, fantastic i I loved it it was so
2: good it It brought variant into everyday uh uh conversation it did Hmm.
0: yes yes it brought the term variant um into everyday conversation it also um like did a really cool job of when they were like explaining um you know when, when they were kind of explaining how uh you know i guess this isn't really a spoiler but the show revolves around um what's called the vta um isn't that right yeah or the tva 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 the time variant uh, authority and timeline variant authority and they're basically a Dr. group Strange of people is in it no 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 this is a separate group of people that um manage the sacred timeline um of of life and reality and anytime something varies from that like a major moment of like say the battle of new york is something that would throw off that timeline when something like that happens they go in and like correct everything kind of back to as it should be after that event occurs like when you're in
2: like when you're in um um anything and you hit uh, the back arrow and it replaces everything you just did. But it also, it also enter enters in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. It shows there's different variants cause they're actually called variants and mm-hmm. that's the term moving forward. So it was very interesting how they worked in in and and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, that sounds um, really it yeah, sounds it's, really good. it's really, really good. And also because of the multiverse side of things, um, you know, uh, And also the character development of Loki throughout that series, you know, because he goes, you see him at the end of uh, Infinity War or was it Infinity War or was it um, Age of Ultron when uh, he like leaves with the Tesseract? No, that's the end game. uh well oh is it in game yeah. when they well no because they don't have the Infinity Stones yet the Tesseract is not an Infinity Stone yet this was like uh this I, yeah this was after the Battle of New York Age of Ultron the Battle of New York happens um, Thor takes Loki back to the cage yes and Asgard. but he somehow gets a hold of the Tesseract and they're like walking him through that building he grabs a hold of the Tesseract and disappears that's in game is
2: it yeah Shit. when they they go back to try to get the Tesseract. Then they have to go back to Tony Stark. That's when Tony Stark meets his dad and they get the test rack that way. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah, that's, that's right, that's right. Didn't he like escape the the prison? And wasn't Doctor Doctor Strange involved with it, like they had to do something with it with the timeline.
2: Oh, uh, no, that the timeline is involved with um is is the Spider Man and moving forward. He's involved in the timeline. But during that time, they in Loki, they were they were the people that were controlling the timelines.
0: Yeah, oh. the, the so the TVA in this show was was sort of what happens when he grabs the test rack and disappears. It show, it's kind of oh, like it's kind of okay, it's kind of okay. what's happening to Loki as the Avengers is happening. But the Avengers,
2: wow. but the Avengers, because one of the biggest questions of Loki is like, why can the Avengers do this? Is because it was part of their destiny. Mm-hmm. But anytime you try to change something from your destiny. Then that's when they get involved and they come get you and erase everything that happened. Yeah. Or they'll come kidnap you before you can do something.
1: Yep. Interesting.
2: Yeah, but, absolutely. Especially when he's about to go through the metal detector. And he's like, if there's any metal in you, and he's like, uh, because <laughs> they say he's a is it asexual? That's uh, yeah, 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 I believe so. Yep. And then, um, but no, it, it's a great one. Yeah. So I have to tell you guys some some bummer news. Yeah. So I was excited for, it was it was the holiday week of BJ, right? Mm-hmm. Thursday night, took my son and Mondo to go see Spider-Man. Yeah. Friday night, me and AP, we're going to go see Bill Burr. So 10 o'clock show. This is from two years ago. Yeah. Get excited, get in the car, drive downtown. I said, I don't care if it costs 80 bucks. I'm going to park where I need to park at. Yeah. So we're going to park at the Murat. And it's, yeah. And it says Bill Burr is so down. I'm like just melting. Below it says, please have your negative test or your COVID card. What? Didn't know about it. Oh, Didn't fuck. know. And by the time I got back to get a negative test, I, yeah. didn't, I, I didn't know you're supposed to have it. Yeah. No emails to us. No nothing. Fuck. So, yeah. So, Damn. yeah. I did not get to go to Bill Burr. So, we went to Bar Louie in Greenwood where my son works. It was his last day. Yeah. He's switching jobs. I so mean, AP, I was like, hey, let's just go get something to eat. So, we ordered sliders, Calamari, tacos. And I was like, you know what? Mm. He goes, I'll have a vodka tonic. And I'm like, shocker. And and I was like, I'll, well, fine. I had a drink. I don't really drink ever. So I was like, I'll get a crown of Coke, uh, a double crown of Coke. Damn. Had two of those in about five minutes. My son's still working. He gets off at ten, so he's walking. And they're like, "Oh, that's that's my dad." And I was like, "Okay, cool. That's where that photo's from." Okay, me and AP are kind of lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it looked that way, but then I'm like, "BJ doesn't drink." Like, what's going on? And Lucci was walking away. I was like, "I love you, son." Embarrassing as shit, and I was like, "Bro, oh, that's great." I was like, "Hey, man." He was like, "Can I have the car?" I was like, "No, you got to drive us home." It's like we can't drive. He was like, "My God, this." He just gets angry, and I was like, and he goes to put his stuff in the car they got him a cookie or whatever else i'm like bro why didn't you drive the car up here because it was freezing rain at night not a very good dd driver at all (laughs) we're getting in a car just being obnoxious it was a great payback
1: there you go he's never gonna want to drink
2: oh no no he was embarrassed He kept saying
0: ap you're loud you're loud
1: (laughs) ap is loud yeah
0: well and then put alcohol in the mix you know hearing's yeah. hearing's the first thing that goes when you're drinking like it's the first sense you start to lose which is why people get loud when they start drinking whether they're drunk or not they get louder just because their hearing goes down so oh, what about when they're down.
1: not drinking and they still get loud then so i
2: mean some people are just loud as fuck oh it yeah. was Saturday morning i was like oh this is why i don't drink
1: did like, you not uh, feel well no
2: yeah dude i was like i just headache like, or
1: stomach or both
2: uh no just slow mm, yeah yeah I brain just, fog yeah i was just like and then last night at like 10 o'clock
0: do was, your ankles hurt after you drink
2: no my kidneys did so i never drank since i've been kind of diabetic sure so i don't know oh yeah they're kind of
0: working overtime yeah yeah so i was just uh my ankles and knees hurt really bad after i drink
1: your joints
2: why
0: well, woke? yeah up,
1: just I woke, inflamed i guess mm-hmm. i
2: woke up and i thought oh my god why does my mouth taste like a litter box <laughs> <laughs> It was all these things that I didn't miss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hairy teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, just awful. Waking up with hairy teeth. That'll happen. Just chug a bunch of water, take a shower, feel halfway human. Yeah. Yeah. Sh-
2: just sat in the shower forever. Yeah, I but I had to be up and meet someone at 8 a.m. on the east side. So, oh, shit. So I get up at like 6.30.
1: Yeah. You get the acid feeling?
2: Oh, I get that no matter what.
1: Man, but the alcohol makes it so much worse. That's why I don't really drink anymore is just the a- Afterwards in the morning, my stomach hurts so bad from the acid that's in my stomach. Worst
2: farts ever because you have calamari and they have the spicy sauce. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. Barbecue
2: have... sliders, which are so good. And then tacos. T- tater tots and tacos <laughs> and alcohol.
1: That had to be a good smell mix. Oh, God. You no, know, we're going was... to the apartment building.
2: Shower was, shower was awful. <laughs> oh, here's the funniest part. And then we we'll get home. I set out this computer because it was still on. I was like and I was like let's see what's on Amazon. Order stuff on everything. Amazon. Ordered shirts on Amazon. Oh my God. <laughs> Used my old work address to ship them to. Didn't realize <laughs> it. And welcome next morning I had emails that said thanks confirmation your order and I was like what the fuck did I order? And I was like okay cool it's just shirts it's shirts for the house or whatever shirts for people or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, I saw the email, and I was like, what is going
1: on? So so are you going to, like, go there and pick them up? When well, they...
2: lucky my one of my close friends runs the store I used to be at, so I could be like, hey, man, there's going to be some shirts coming to <laughs> you. <store."
1: laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Special delivery for BJ.
0: That's great. Um, so let's sort of shift a little bit. Well, but before we get into this, this next topic, how was your harder brunch? Uh <sighs> That I was. was I was I was on the.
2: A, I was on the after show. Oh, I, okay. I, didn't, I didn't make it to the main show. Gotcha. Because we uh, we started this B for like three episodes a piece but they put it on the after brunch, <laughs> and people were listening to it, texting me and Doc like, "Hey, why is he pissed at you?" you know. <laughs> Stop. So they didn't realize it was a bit. Uh, we did, we did a bit, which from, means it was good. Which yeah. means it was effective. And then, like the last episode uh, I, that we did was me and AP. I was like, "Yeah, you guys are right. We're just poor white." Or we're just kids from southern Indiana. <laughs> we live on the south side. We have this little show, you know, our 1.2 million downloads we've had in five years and just kept slipping things. <laughs> and so, but the food was tremendous. And Dyke, being Dyke, forgot to tell me that it was a pitching. <laughs> so, Gwen shows up with this 1,600 like Voss of, uh, Eggnog. Oh, shit. Yeah, like real cool. And then there's that, there's all that food and all this other stuff. And uh, he was, and I was like, Hey, you guys got any water? he's, and because Dyke brought me a Coke and he's like, You want a Coke? And I'm like, Yeah, I think he's like, Well, this is the only non alcoholic thing we have in the house besides water. And they're on this really old house on Washington Street. Um, and it's really cool to be in. And then, um, but the food was tremendous. Uh, the afterbrunch, if you want to listen to it, it's on their Patreon. Um, you have to listen to it, but it's it's their patrons hilarious. I was on there with Gwen was there and then obviously Thad was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's a she's a she's she's one of the hostess
0: at Helium. Uh, Sarah? Short. No, it wasn't Sarah. A- I think her name is Amy, maybe. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I know who you're talking about, but I can't draw a name. Yeah,
2: get to meet her and stuff yeah. like that. So, and another chef and so it was
1: always good times. Yeah
0: fuck yeah um, yeah shout out to the harder brunch crew and, and, and all that stuff
1: oh. oh always and then that pie that um bridget bridget horan uh, oh, oh hey shout out bridget oh yeah, yeah i
2: i i didn't have one of my monitors on so i didn't know where my blood sugar was i was like i i don't think i should eat that yeah but i left there got i I got there 11 or 12 30 to get back here till five that's how long to eat, and I was we were on the later show, so I, I was asleep in the drive.
0: Later, so much food. <laughs> oh yeah, that's easy to do. It. It's it like, it like a Thanksgiving every fucking showtime over there.
2: One of those, one of those dishes we had was had a uh, Frito sauce in it. Ooh, or uh, sorry, uh, hot Cheetos. Yeah, a yeah. macaroni. Saw that. One of the chefs that made it, and I was just like, interesting. What, I was like, what do you want me to bring? I should just brought water, like because you yeah. guys know how to cook. What am I going to bring?
1: Yeah, that, I was thinking about that. Like, like no disrespect. I but think that's what he these did. These are it. chefs. I think that's why he did it. That makes sense. I would have brought some, like, <laughs> Velveeta. Jesus picked up, like, a platter, platter of cheese. shrimp or
2: something from the store. I wish I could have found one of those Seinfeld breads.
1: <laughs> oh, <it>. yes, dude.
0: <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> could
1: have brought some monkey bread. That's always oh, yeah. a party starter.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think we can call it that, Nick, but uh, I think, you know.
1: Sure. It's a pull-apart monkey bread. <laughs> Oh, and one last thing.
2: If you guys get a chance, check <laughs> check out Fresh and Clean with me and Nate Robinson.
1: Yes. Fresh uh, and so Nate's clean, insane.
2: Clean. Yeah. Um, I'm actually convinced he's insane. He's from a different planet.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen Nate in so long. I need to give that dude a ring. I,
2: um, I always tell Nate he looks like the dad who's going to coach his uh, basketball team because he always wears, like, matching sweats. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, did you just come from practice? Yeah. I'm but it's also matching. like for
0: third graders and he takes it too seriously. Kind of
2: <laughs> he is. He is he, a who AP has been joining us with us on it. So um, it's something we, that we've been doing. So it's uh, um, we did a show with Nate and Nate's like, Hey, we want to do a show. And I was like, all right, fuck. Yeah. Nice. Man. I was like, and he's actually on time.
0: There you go. <laughs> Upgrade from us fuckers. I was no, to Nate, you just show
2: up late to his own podcast. I was helping him with. Oh, that's true. People I like, remember you telling me like, that. Hey man, I'll be there at four and it's like four twenty. He's Like, no. "Ah, you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't. I'm leaving right now. I do. He's like, you I why you show 15 minutes early, but then <laughs> you are a little black though. <laughs> I was just like, I can't so, but no, it's, it's been a lot of success. So
1: hell yeah, man. Good for you. You deserve it. For sure. Absolutely,
0: man. Um, And so, yeah, the next thing I wanted to get into is something that I kind of stumbled across um, just kind of randomly on a slow day (laughs) at at work a couple weeks ago. Um, So there's a website um, that there's this guy I follow on Instagram. God, I can't remember his name. I need to fucking plug him, but he always shows you webs websites. You should know plugins. You should know like just things about the internet that most people don't really know. Well, one of the things that he shared was this website um, in which you can search for any artist that you can think of and it will tell you whether or not they have been sampled or covered um, or if they have used a sample or have covered someone else. Um, and so, you know, someone that I've, I've mentioned on this podcast, I think be- before, but haven't really gone into much detail about, I don't think is just my absolute fandom. Um, the reason I picked up a guitar and ever like really started playing music, uh, was because of, uh, Lenny Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Are you going to go my way? Yeah, exactly. Uh, fuck Hendrix. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, is Dan Fogelberg And like a lot of people Either know Dan by like The couple of songs that hit the charts Back in the, the 80s um, That were more poppy But you know, those aren't really my favorite songs of his He's got an incredible catalog, he's an incredible composer I could go on, you know Forever about all the reasons Why uh, he's been underappreciated um, And like under uh, Valued I think in You know, um, the uh, American singer songwriter um, conversation. Um, he's worked with anyone and everyone from Joni Mitchell to the Eagles to you know um, Emmylou Harris uh, to you know uh, Joe Walsh's produces albums. He's um, you know just someone that everyone I think should be aware of, especially if you uh, uh, call yourself a lover of, uh, uh, you know, American rock and roll and American, um, you know, original music. He just has a vast catalog um, that he's composed. But the reason I bring this up is because I typed his name into this website and I was surprised to find, there were some that I knew he'd been covered quite a few times. I knew he covered a few people, but when it came to the samples, there was some shit that I had no idea about and it blew my fucking mind. So we are going to play a little bit of these uh, first I'm going to play a clip of the uh, maybe 30 probably not even 30 seconds or so of these Dan Fogel of the of <clears throat> of the Dan Fogelberg song. Yeah. There we go. All right. I got there. <laughs> and then I'm going to play you uh, the the song that sampled it. So the first one we're going to do is a song off of his uh, Netherlands album um, that is called uh Dancing Shoes. And I'm gonna have you specifically kind of go to like the bloody Dutch minute 45 mark. Cause there's like a musical breakdown um in this song that kind of gets orchestral, and uh it's pretty dope. All right. So this is a you know, very melodic. And, and the beautiful thing about this song, I think, because he composed all this himself. He composed each instrument and performed most of them except for the specialist instruments. Um, but yeah, so you can go ahead and pause this. And then uh, I discovered it was sampled in the song Black Jesus by Camp Lowe. So it's sped up a little bit, you know, which isn't uncommon for samples. So I'm like looking this up. And I'm just sitting here like I can't keep my feet still, like I'm just loving this track. Hell
1: yeah! Like, so that would be the the dancing shoes. It makes sample. you wonder, like, what what made these guys look at Dan Fogleberg?
0: Well, man, I think it was, and well, this is kind of something we were talking about earlier. So, what I what I do is I um I
2: started sampling a little bit now, and so what I do is I look for <laughs> something. I play anything, so when when you hear people that they're they're uh, crate diggers, yeah, and so they just buy get anything and look for certain things. That's exactly what I think's happened here. And so, um, so I was playing that thing for you guys before, um, and it's like so. And this will give some introspect on like how you kind of look at it in your mind. How I look at it is, um, is uh, let me get this set up here real fast. So like I'm taking this you're going to fast forward for me. You can sample but You can't work Apple music. (laughs) So I pulled this off and I'm going to take this either speed it up, slow it down and then put drums, whatever else I want it. And then all it was is just the forty five thirty forty five 30, 45 um, second, that's it, and then yeah. I can and then loop it. It's because I wanted that real grainy sound to go into grainy drums, and that's why I pulled that one off, because I just sat over there and was listening to the records, and I was like, oh, shit, I want to pull that sample. Then I just went in there and pulled it. So you Absolutely.
1: Didn't, you didn't choose anybody specifically it was just a a Uh, final you had
2: yeah and the other thing is if you sit here and just listen to records like music period it's like real calming but like mm -hmm. i was listening to and i was just thinking about like old 90s and
0: then like how how to pull that in there Mm -hmm. yeah um and then let me grab i'm gonna grab that real fast yeah absolutely and like uh yeah no i I think that's absolutely what's happened here and and the reason that i kind of picked these songs in the order that i picked them was because um uh, they're kind of off the same era these are from these are from 77 78 from these two albums these three samples are from two albums so i think and i didn't get a chance to do enough research before coming in here because that would make me prepared but uh I would like to know if there was some sort of similarity in the production of this song or if there was maybe a name that was you know similar between these two tracks because if that's the case then someone maybe had just listened to this album and been like hey this is a sick sample and then like BJ said just pulled it off and like set it aside or you know and then I think at some point they maybe hooked up with this artist and the artist was like hey man we need a few new beats and he's just going through his list of samples that he's just been hearing on a record goes on there and pulls. And then it's just like, well, Hey, how about this one? We just kind of speed it up a little bit, you know, change, uh, bring the tone up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of, uh, isolate this segment, loop it. And then we just put this part at the end as like a transition, uh, you know, sort of melody. And then they just say, go with it and then they make their own thing out of it and it's fucking it's just so I, I guess I didn't realize that it was that easy to just hear it on there, hop on Apple music and then just make a because um, I think these were older and I don't know that these maybe had that sort of technology so they might have been something that they just recorded from a record player how
1: much older are they
2: uh, this one um, that sample I played it. is from 1977 the floaters yeah uh, ABC records yeah um, the song is called float on so I was listening to it last night, and I was just like, I like that little thing. So I was like,
0: uh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and think, so like that Camp Lowe song, I'm, I'm just looking up right now when I'm it, a big when fan of Camp Lowe.
1: Yeah, I, um, I was too. I couldn't, when I heard him say his name, I, I would not have put those two people was, together. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, does it tell you on there when that um, Camp Lowe song was like uploaded or like when it was recorded? Because I guess I don't really know when that came out. I guess I thought it was a few years ago anyway uh yeah
2: yeah it was uploaded in 2015 but that sometimes could be um so they might have had the ability to do it then so and um but but what they do is what the records is the same way I do they have a record player playing yeah and they feed it into a board and that's how they get even back then that's how they did it in if they're um there's different ones. There's so many different ones, and then someone would even have it on a floppy disk, and that's how they would feed in the programs and stuff like that. Yeah, you
1: know, I was listening to a um, uh, Ice Cube song, "Jackin' for Beats," and it had uh, the uh, Rump Shaker. Yeah, it had the Rump Shaker beat on there. So, the, obviously, sampling's been Pharrell's part of the music beat. game for for a while. But I just assume the technology now and, and the way that you can alter the sample extend the sample you can slow it down and make it drawn out
2: yeah just don't get caught exactly or make sure that you okay. get clear did you know
0: yeah. rum was uh technically one of pharrell's first yeah. credits from, uh, <laughs> Virgi- they
2: were from virginia yeah yeah i watched that and they were from virginia and, and that's where they kind of got their
0: start with rum shaker hmm. mm-hmm. that was uh because oh what the fuck was the guy? it guy it is 2015 for camp below black jesus okay that makes sense Um, but yeah so like there were a couple more that I'm going to play here so the next one the original is called Twins Theme. so uh, so what happened was Dan made this album with a flautist seriously Fogelberg and Weisberg like if you look at the cover it straight up looks like the most 70s thing you've ever seen in your entire life check that out like that's the that's the album cover and it looks fucking it's the most 70s they thing. literally
1: look like the same person yeah, and the last mean, name is that's how my dad looked and his uncle yeah Fogelberg yeah. and Weisberg
0: well the name of the album is twin sons of different mothers and so uh, that's, that's but this fantastic. song is is called twins theme and it's and it's a original composition between um, Dan and Tim him, um, and so we'll play a little bit of that for you. Start from the beginning? Uh, yeah, just go ahead and yeah, play from the beginning. It's fine.
2: Really? That's you're going to
1: do it? Yeah, and when you first hear this, you're like, how the hell do they get in a hip-hop beat? Exactly.
0: And, and this is, you know, it's major key. You know, it's in a major key. It's very melodic. It's beautiful. It's, you know, just made for the flute. And then um, I, I saw who's coming up. I'm going to say it, but I was like, wow. Yeah. 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 Exactly.
1: So, said the same thing. Uh,
0: so, this song's only a minute and 20 seconds long. And this is essentially um, this, this is right. specific part right here. all right so now we'll go ahead and move on to the song that sampled this one which is uh from the movie soul to the hole is that right soul to the hole soul yeah. to the hole yeah, yeah. which um, no one watched but it had a great soundtrack sure and uh, the artist movie? oh is yeah dead prez yeah watch that and this song is called game of life and shoot. Damn! I didn't even put that line together until just now. so you know it's, even though it's not beat. quite as heavily in the mix it's still What's the, the melody like it's the, the
1: boy, it ain't nothing but this living shit trying to get this money right quick you know how it is niggas trying to eat food and live smoke weed pay the rent on my crib so i can breathe like it's not about the quickest speed what you achieve come degree by degree and what you get is what you see in your mind Visually and manifest physically If you stick to it, shit work out terrifically Take And so also, I'm introduced to these
0: songs Newly through really this mix But, but I'm listening to these the lyrics and I'm like Holy I'm shit, shit like this is true You know what I mean? You, hustle, you manifest the sort of shit that you think about Like that's what they're saying And like, um I think that's something that Dan would absolutely You know, second the motion for You know? Absolutely. So this was, a uh, Game of Life, uh, parenthesis, score, by Dead Prez. So let's go ahead and do the last one, because this is my favorite one. Um, so this song is uh, the original Dan song is is a cover, actually, called Since You've Asked, but it's from that same album, uh, Twin Sons of Different Mothers. So all the songs that we're hearing sampled here all came from the same two records that were put out in 77 and 78, just like your album that you said was from 77. These are from 77 and 78. And um, I think you're absolutely right, BJ. I think someone just got a bought, bought a crate of vinyl and was going through it and listening to it and just taking anything that they thought was interesting putting it aside maybe not to work on right away well
2: but here, here's something that um, I got in a hip-hop phase or whatever and I became a snob though right like oh hip-hop 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 yeah and then I listen to other like producers talk and they're talking about like oh I listen to like you um, steely dan i was like really mm-hmm. i was like why are, the, why are they listen to steely dan and then now and then all of a sudden i was like no just like you need to expose yourself to everything yeah and and stuff like that so uh but yeah and and that's one thing that i learned was like just listen to everything and then it's funny how it's it this is where people knock hip hip hop at time because Mm -hmm. like but you have to like put it together right for it to sound good absolutely so you have to be you know talented or whatever so yeah um but when you said uh since you've asked i was just like what's the
0: name well since you've asked (laughs) yeah absolutely so go to about the middle of the song okay Go back maybe 10 seconds. Oh, never mind, never mind, you're good right here, leave it right here. So this is a very, like again, it's the 70s, you know, like the guy playing the flute is like the reason they made this album. And it's a beautiful song.
1: The
0: very next line, Okay, Go ahead and stop it right there This very next song that samples since you've asked uh, is actually called breathe in the Sun by the Perceptionists.
1: I Think this was my favorite one.
0: Yeah, it was definitely my favorite The fact that they actually use the vocal line.
1: Breathe in. Damn, what does my calendar date say? I can see my breath outside, and it's late May. This is not conducive to a great day, man. I wanna. Breathe in. Yeah, I just wanna sleep the night away. Wake up and go outside and see a brighter day. Not when I can get around to it, but right away said i leave the city i love and that no matter where i rest the bean i'm always thinking of been in the same city my whole life and still no white it's time for act to get his groove back and maybe if i bounce it'll just prove that this is where i always needed to be and then i'll move back and but now it's time i see the
0: bit. reason why these like because
1: i got my own drew me so much, like, why they, like, Um, uh, were so
0: poignant to me is because, like, you know, you just wouldn't expect, like, your very first question, how could people from this musical background be turned on to Dan Fogelberg, but that's the beautiful thing about, like, Fate, or whatever we call Destiny, or whatever, they bought a Crater Records, they just happened to pick ones up, and, and they, they probably looked the at night these two goofy-ass white something dudes on the front with <laughs> these, you know, okay. things, that are like, "All right, this has to probably have something cool and unique in it." Sure yeah. enough, before someone it, it, because the reason I want to know if the, if these all involve the same sort of producing team you? is because if if. It would make more sense to me if one person listened to these records and was like, oh man, these three clips were cool. I'm going to make three songs out of them. As opposed to three different producers stumbling upon three different Dan Fogelberg songs in three different instances. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that just seems less likely to me. But I mean, if it did, then, then that's awesome. And also it kind of, finally someone is giving Dan some love. They're They're turning works that he's had, original works that he's had, um, and turning them into their own original works. And to me, like that is like the ultimate form of musical flattering. To me, I don't see a copyright issue here at all. These are all original songs yep. that are usually that are just using a little bit of something uh, else that was original, the same way the rest of all of music, you know, music influences music, art influences art, culture influences culture. So just because you have this white guy from Ohio making this soft music with a flute player. You but It doesn't mean you can't have this dope-ass rap beat He was also it. accused of
2: making a lot of men into pussies during this time, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Dennis Lear used to have a bit on it. Dan Fogelberg had us in the mountains eating granola.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and here I was, and here were these guys listening to, they were getting laid listening to ACDC. Here yeah. I was trying to get laid listening to Dan Fogelberg listening to granola in the fucking mountains. Like <laughs> Here's a, but this is a 1985 song, Dougie Fresh and
2: Slick Rick. This is one of the top five most sampled and i was like okay
0: party people in the house you're about to witness something you've never witnessed before yes it's the original human beatbox dougie fresh and his partner the grand wizard mc You know what? Your peep is lotty-dotty. We like the party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just some men that's on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. Right? For all of y'all, keeping y'all in hell, just to see yourself enjoy yourself because it's, it's cool a when your cause that cozy condition, That we create, cause that's our mission. So listen,
1: um, up to you. I really like uh, the show's Snoop the, Dogg's lotty dotty. The show's remake. good too. Is it's
2: on um, if you've ever seen New Jack City, mm-hmm. uh, when it go into the team. But it says that, ah, here it is right here. Number of times sample, number one, amen, brother, 2239, 2039 times. Change the beat female version 1800 times uh think about it 1500 times and funky drummer 1300 times we i don't even know some of those songs but it just goes to show you how many times that, but
0: i guarantee if you were to play it i'd be like oh, i know a few songs to use that
2: so oh. it's the winston's amen brother a drum solo is so famous that the commonly referred refer to as the amen break oh shit because so those are the go- most yeah. sampled
1: songs ever
2: uh, the winston's amen brother because when it says amen break that's the the break beaks the break what they call break beats that they put in mm-hmm. can you play it uh yeah i can t- I, I, I don't know yeah. if you can find i was the like break, uh, but... i was excited i was like that's the number one most sampled song
0: fuck yeah and yeah no it was just it, the hood I, loves fogleberg i, I tried to fucking love it i try not to do huh? okay. amen brother amen brother <laughs> I saw a fucking hilarious TikTok the other day, which I watch TikTok now. I'm not fucking mad about it at all. I waited long enough. I watch it now. Uh, I and and also I've learned how to curate my shit. I carefully from the from the jump, I have carefully picked and chosen what I've liked and not. And then sometimes I go into the shit I've liked because you can like watch it. You can like save it. It saves it after you liked it and just unlike shit that I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to see that in my
1: feed anymore. No more tentacle porn. Eh, depends. <laughs>
0: so this was one that was sampled a lot i could see this getting slowed down and being dope as shit i'd like to i'd like to hear a sample man it's it's just such a cool uh you know i don't know we'll see if i'm right on this I i just like it a lot Sounds like he's just slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Who is this?
2: I see, hustler, mm. on New Jack City.
0: Hustler. word, I yeah. the trigger long. definitely. That's Hell yeah! Crazy. But uh, let me try and find that website. You could type it in, and it'll tell you all the songs that have sampled it. Um, BJ's gonna
1: be on this website. I, know, I
0: just realized that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you not? I, I can. No, I don't have it. Send done done it to You it yeah. yeah. up now. I'll I'll spin spin I'm gonna
0: say it on the air so, so everyone on the. Almost spent less it. time on knock now. <laughs> there you go. There we go. We're doing. We're doing the Lord's work around here. Um. Let's see. I started that shit. Where was it? <laughs> it's the worst. There it we go.
2: Forty-two million views on that thing. Uh it starts at oh it starts at 126 it says i apologize so
0: okay sample 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 where is it at sample
1: <fit> oh yeah <laughs> make you want to get up and do some coke clean the house paint the paint the yard
2: <laughs> once again this is a winston's amen brother it's a sick so it's it's famous loop of all times amen break is a six second drum loop starts at 126 from the b side Has a chart top chart topping single but something about it i was born in 80 so if I was listening to this, let's say that some came out in 1982 and I grew up listening to it like when my mom had it and then that's the other way th- where they can get
0: oh. s- samples from. If it's just sense. called who sampled dot yeah. who sampled Also, have you guys seen this thing about like uh, Netflix codes? Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. What do you
1: mean like free Netflix?
0: No, so like you basically uh, say you want a super specific category. Say you want, um, let's see. Say, you, say me. Uh, so Netflix-codes.com. Say you want specifically British Christmas children and family films. Yeah. You type in this numeric code into the search. Mm-hmm and it'll pull up that entire. I've done that. I love yeah. British TV.
1: Yeah. So I like that. Uh, it's like it's it's like mama's boy. Mama's I, the Boys.
2: IT crowd is a great older British. Comedy. Yes, love it um, crowd. The other one is when they're in. There's only three episodes, but when they go to school because the, the dad, the principal in that school, he's actually he's in a lot of stuff. He's also in cuckoo cuckoo is a newer one that I actually had before Andy Sandberg got Brooklyn 99 he started on that show
0: it, the Tyler Lawton came in after that yeah and the other cool thing about this list is like it doesn't show you stuff that's normally in the queue like it like Netflix is you know gonna show you the most popular stuff first and it's gonna show you then the most like prolific within the Documentaries or, or you know the one specifically, that specifically or
2: the one they developed and paid for up front. Yes, exactly. Top ten today.
0: It may not be top ten, but we need you to watch it. Exactly. You're top ten for today. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so like for instance, you can not only search comedies, you can search uh specifically what type of comedy so if say you want foreign comedy specifically you type in four four two six if you want late night comedies uh one four zero two if you want teen comedies three five one nine so like yeah um it's uh fucking cool as (laughs) shit but um yeah uh before we start to kind of wrap things up a little bit yeah you you guys have disappointed me (laughs) if i had a dollar look right there
1: Oh no! I mentioned
0: it. Oh yeah, no, we, we we definitely saw it earlier. We just hadn't mentioned it on air. But do you know what it is? No, that's Steph. Are you serious? Oh shit! Yeah, that damn was, son,
2: that was her Christmas present. Oh, I thought fuck. it kind of looked like her. Hey, let's put a thirst trap around a bunch of thirsty people that walk in this place. <laughs>
0: Wow. I mean, shoot, son, but she you said, know?
2: I said, yeah, that'd be cool to have it in the studio. Like, you know, be nice or whatever. Like, it looks amazing, whatever. Yeah. And then she's <laughs> like, here's your Christmas present. Couldn't wait to give it to you. And I was That's like, fantastic. And I was like, so you didn't get my set of knives. I, want. <laughs> I was like, you don't dress like that at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just get to look at a picture. <laughs> yeah. I get I got sweatpants that have holes in it <laughs> and that and that that Cat and now it's got another clothing. one. Yeah. So no, uh, shout out to Miranda <laughs> Fowler in Columbus. I was uh, for, yeah. She's yeah. a friend. I I graduated with her. She took this. So I I encourage anybody with a wife, girlfriend, anybody, have them go do that. Yeah. Boudoir uh, photos are fucking amazing for your confidence. Absolutely. Um. Just don't make people hang up in the studio.
0: hey man i i mean i i got no i mean we we walked in and we're like jesus i mean it's a fantastic photo nonetheless named it the antichrist (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's definitely not wrong
1: (laughs) definitely not wrong oh well you're not coming back in here
0: (laughs) but no uh yeah no that's uh fucking uh, that's great that it's definitely i mean fuck i didn't even i wouldn't have even drawn that but now that you say it i'm like okay that's i see it we've
2: named it the antichrist
1: but there you go I like it. Hey, is that the only one? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are they for sale?
2: <laughs> I had a What's whole it? book. So I, I guess there's. She got whole, a box of them. She got there. a whole
0: book. You're gonna mail them. This to is the second mail time. To the this is the second time
2: that she's done this. Yeah. So there's a whole book. Yeah. Um, nine, I've nine, heard nine, a lot
0: about the boudoir shoots. That nine like ninety five you
2: know. for for 15 minutes. Just just
0: you know bring it back and in, in good shape there. <laughs> <Mike>. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, before we wrap things up a little bit here, um, let's touch briefly on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, because that's, like, something that we, you know, talked about for fucking a year straight, and or more. And, like, um, well, I mean just about, you know, Epstein and all that shit. But, like, so this trial is essentially, it lasted 10 days. I think they drew four witnesses, and now... I think we're probably gonna end up with an you know either a not guilty or something um that's not sufficient. She should you know go away for a long fucking time um you know it's uh it's fucking insane, but you said you followed a little bit of it like you got some stuff on it
1: yeah she um well her defense attorney their their whole team is they just rested they rested their defense glane didn't testify at all. Of course. Um and from what I read, the judge like postponed the trial for three days because it was like too stressful for him. And he went on a leave, uh, in Flor to, to Florida. Sounds like he
0: got a visitor.
1: Right? Like they uh, obviously, you're not going to get much more on on stuff like that. But yeah, I just found that really odd in a case like this. It just
0: there's so much odd in a case like this. The fact that this didn't get the Rittenhouse public, you know, publicity. Like, dude, you right? couldn't you couldn't turn on TV, pick up your phone, or anything without seeing the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. You know, and like you know, while it has its importance for whatever reasons you know um those who find importance within it put on it sure but i don't think it had an implication on a global level the way the the glane maxwell trial would have and the fact that you know we got we got force fed that trial and then this one shows up and all we get is drawings from the news in the last five minutes of each well the glane maxwell trial is a thing here she is in court in a drawing here's some more disney you know like it's a it's you know (laughs) it's just one of those uh very strange sort of things and like it's again it's something that like I wasn't super deep into because like I you know after talking about it as deep as we did and going into all the stuff and talking to Matt for so long I think you know I just kind of got to a place where I'm like what you know I can't change any of this. You know what I mean? Like I, I was vested a little bit too much in it. Not that it doesn't matter. It does. And it's fucking insane. And it's something that, you know, we should have a conversation about, but the fact that no one seems to give a shit about the conversation, let alone having it is kind of, you know, disappointing, but also like, you know, when everything's a conspiracy, nothing's a conspiracy. And I think that's kind of what, the whole goal of them was so
1: yeah so i i guess i didn't uh get all the information on that but i guess the proceedings were stopped because a um um uh, that the, the one of the jurors were was was sick and needed oh, gotcha. medical attention um whether that's that's true or not yeah i do know that some of it had to do with how the judge and um, it was the judge and the juror that 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 weren't feeling well. Gotcha. So I don't know if that was a COVID thing or or what. Yeah. It just nothing. Look like you said we haven't heard anything about probably one of the most important cases in, mm-hmm. in a very long time for sure. Um, Epstein just everyone just stopped talking about it.
0: Well, can, can I give you my? new theory and this may not be a new theory someone's probably already said this but dude I think Trump killed Epstein or covered it up at least I think Trump uh, one of his main roles for even getting elected because if you look at all the people who are now safe with Epstein out of the picture um, one of those people is Ghislaine Maxwell Um, but one of those people is also Donald Trump his name was brought up in trial all of the witnesses mentioned him as someone being on the plane multiple times. If there was someone who truly wanted to bring down Donald Trump in the height of the QAnon stuff, they could have easily gone public with this information.
1: Like, like they did with Prince Andrew.
0: Sure. But also, like, I don't think anyone out there logically, logically, I say, you know, because we even talked about this with Dead Man. There's no way Trump was not friends with Epstein. They just hang in the same, hung in the same circles. They have photographs together.
1: Yeah, you don't take pictures with people like that. Just exactly.
0: And Occam's Razor says the most likely explanation for something is usually the correct one, and it makes so much more sense to me, especially with the way things have played out since. Imagine being. Someone who has caused so much chaos by simply existing on social media and people talking about you, you've caused that much chaos that way. Now people couldn't not talk about you because you're the president of the United States, but imagine you're able to kill the person who's able to bury you. You have the FBI remove all the evidence from their house. We don't, we still don't know what happened with all that evidence It may not be admissible now that Epstein's dead. It may not apply in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. And then you've got um, the trial that she was arrested in what? May of 2020? And they, or June of 2020, something like that. They said the trial won't start till at least 2021 after a new president's already in office. So now when your name does come up in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, everyone who knows that they're going to be talking about you is going to cause massive chaos, whether they're supporting you or not, because whether they do support you and they say, Oh, he was brought up in this trial. It's horrible. Duh, 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 not true. Or you're like, oh, oh, Donald Trump was brought up in this trial. He's, you know, against everything he ever said, no matter what the other side is going to be pissed off. And you've caused chaos that you've been trying to, you've been trying to get rid of for the last four years. Mm-hmm. So he's worked himself into the scenario where he's been brought up in this massive pedophile case but no one wants to talk about it because it has to do with the chaos of his name alone same thing with bill clinton he serves to benefit from this they all like a lot of people serve to benefit from this so if if we're talking about a 4d chess sort of plan i think fucking i would not be uh i don't think i would be outside the realm of possibility of saying that trump's presidency was simply to just bury that pedophile ring
2: Hmm. It was his pilot. It was uh, Epstein's pilot of twenty-five years, Larry mm-hmm. Vosky, uh yeah. told the c- court on the second day of the trial that he recalled Prince Andrew, Mr. Clinton, Mr. Trump, and Kevin Spacey being
0: among the passengers. Yep. And you know that's that's on a, that's under oath, <laughs> and Freaky that's a pilot. Kevin that's someone Spacing. who can't be, you know, that's a pilot. That can't be someone who's you know inebriated. You know, yeah. his his memory is not going to be. You know, um, uh, being shown as not credible. You know, this isn't because I think earlier, the only people that had mentioned Donald Trump were maybe people that were considered victims or something. Not that their voices didn't matter as much, but like, you know, during a lot of that trauma, you know, the memory is one of those things that is the least valuable yeah. thing in the human brain, and especially when you're coming from trauma, like, you know, memory can be a strange thing, but when it's, you know, someone who's got a professional memory about it, you know, it's just corroborates that even more. And so the fact that no one's talking about that tells me that, like, oh, yeah, he, that this was his plan all along. Get into office, kill Epstein, and, you know, run off with it. That's my... Mm fucking shit all right so yes. we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap up but before we wrap up um, I do want to let you guys know some changes um, coming to UBH land Um, First things first, uh, I am um, ending my relationship uh, with Kettletop Brewhouse. Um, uh, As of um, December 22nd, our last show, the last Uncle Buck's Comedy Hour is going to be there. Aisha Brown, um, the hilarious Aisha Brown. If you have not seen her live, uh, do it immediately. She is extremely hilarious. Um, So that's going to be for free Wednesday, the 22nd at Kettletop Brewhouse. Um, And the reason I'm ending my relationship uh, with Kettletop Brewhouse is because I am moving to Indianapolis. I am leaving Anderson, moving to Indianapolis. Um, My wonderful uh, girlfriend and I um, are moving into uh, her house and I'm stoked about that. Um, And I'm going to have a lot more opportunities to, you know, Get out, do more shows in the indie area. I think uh, that'll be good, not only for you know comedy, but also for music as well. So Wilder Kind is out there. Our debut show is coming New Year's Eve to Indie Craft Brew. Um, but outside of that, guys, I'm not going to bury you with any plugs. Uh, just go follow at UBH Presents. Um, I've got some cool stuff. Just announced that I'm hosting um, for uh, Mandy McKelvey uh, at um, the Story Inn on January 8th. I love going down to The Story Inn. It's going to be uh, a sick show. So look out for those tickets. Um, and as always, you can find me online at Uncle Buck's house. You can find the podcast at UBH Podcast. Um, and you can find uh, uh, all the shows at UBH com or UBH at UBH Presents. UBH com is on its way. Um, yeah. And uh, Nick, you got anything you want to tell the people? No. <laughs> bj and, you got uh, anything you want to go out with today uh no just check any that. shows any any new shows you want that you haven't mentioned yet because no. i know it's been a few weeks
2: uh we got fresh and clean comes out on mondays uh nate robinson myself and ap we still got Podcast come out on mondays and yeah. then obviously uncle buck's house comes out on mondays and that's uh i think that's really all, all i've been doing hell yeah
0: mondays is the day to get your flyover on that's right. Yeah, you 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 wake up on Monday, you're like, you know what? I need to go see what flyer Media's got for me today, and just consume it. We have diversity, absolutely, absolutely. I thought, I thought Someone goes, "What's diabetes. the difference between Smutcast and yeah.
2: Fresh and Clean?" I that's
0: like, a stripper's name, by the way.
2: And I said, "We have a black guy now."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's right.
0: We just added a black guy. Uh, we had a half of one for a while. We got one and a half now. That's right. uh <laughs> Uh, um, but no, I uh, uh, again. Am, uh, it's been a few weeks, um, but the last thing I do want to say, y'all, is we are taking a little bit of a break. The winter months make it hard to kind of travel and do the podcast, um, and it's been a little bit of a little bit of a drive. It's not too awful bad, but um, I think we're going to pick the podcast up um, uh, after February first, when uh, when I get moved a little closer and we can sort of solidify um, a schedule a little bit better. Um, so y'all have a safe christmas have a safe new year um and uh we will be back roundabouts first of february um with all the updates so please follow at ubh presents uh at ubh podcast um and we'll uh we'll see y'all later
1: merry motherfucking christmas
0: yep that's what we're going out to easy ease. On merry over, motherfucking and christmas give your uncle dolomite a
1: kiss <laughs> well what you want baby
0: Won't you tell me a story
1: You want me to tell you a story? Hell yeah, me too. Yes, honey. I'm going to tell you a story about the bad-ass EZ. He was drinking whiskey and gin at the age of three. Listen and listen well. He's a bad motherfucker. Give me that goddamn book. Here, let me read you this one. Christmas in Compton. It was a silent night, yes, a holy night. Until Mr. Claus turned into Santa motherfuckin', right? Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. motherfucker!